Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey Fanula. Yeah, Breach. We should start a podcast. You're listening to Bandwagons. <laughs> Welcome back to Bandwagons, the podcast that tries to make you an expert in the things that all the people are pretending to be experts in. I'm Fanula. I'm Breed, and I'm fangirling hard right now because we have a special guest in the studio. It's Sophie White, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Hello. Um, welcome. Soon to be author of Filter This. Well, you are technically an author, but by the time this comes out, it won't have been out yet. Um, please go buy it in all good bookshops when it is out. What date is that out? It's out on... Uh, um, September the 5th of September, the I want to say. We can pre-order it now. Excellent. At Eason's, Eason's and Debray and Amazon. All the big hitters. All the big on hitters. On your Kindle, you can pre-order it and then it'll just automatically download on the appointed day. On Audible, all the places. All the places. And please pre-order it because they don't even know me yet. And I'm like, <laughs> sell, sell. But please pre-order it because those sales, people don't know this. Go into your first week of sales. Oh, wow. And as a debut, well, I'm a debut novelist. It's my second book, but it's my first novel. I'm on the back foot. No one's going to buy that shit. I've already bought it, so you're yes, already thank incorrect. You. <laughs> but that will help it crack into the charts before Absolutely. it then fades from view. <laughs> because the third Ashling book is out the next week. Oh, and no. then there's a sequel to P.S. I Love You is out the week after that. All brilliant <laughs> Oh women. my God, September but is a big month. I don't have a fucking snowball chance in hell unless we pre-order the shit out of it. Unless our loyal bandwagon listeners Yay. get behind us. Get on that bandwagon. Yeah, absolutely. If you are familiar, if you are unfamiliar with Sophie's writing, then maybe you'll be more familiar with her Podcast. as a podcast host which is what today's episode is about yeah this episode's going to be about starting a podcast because we've started one obviously sophie has started many 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 podcasts and does it way better than us so uh, we brought her in as an expert to tell us more 
Absolutely. Yeah. But first off, I think we should ask ourselves around the table. <laughs> what are we doing? Do what some soul searching. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I suppose, why did we all individually want to start a podcast and what led us to this moment? I'll let Breed kick off because she's I can't eager. remember. It was Chomping like, at what, the bit. it wasn't even a year ago, but I can't really remember. I just know, knew I wanted to... I don't know. I was a well, massive because, podcast fan. Yeah, because you loved them. And I like being good at things and I thought it was something I could be good at. So, <laughs> and when it, yeah, so, and then I knew Fanula was good at pop culture, so I knew I wanted to do it with her. And also Aww. we were best friends and Aww. I don't, I don't we have any friends. We're having an off day. Are you guys like in therapy or now like the, yeah. uh, my, like favorite my favorite murder, murder yeah. Pretty much. Oh my gosh. How much do you want them to do just an episode from therapy? Them with the, with the therapist. Like. Oh, it's the most tantalizing fucking yeah, breadcrumbing I've ever heard. It I'm is. Like, You're in therapy together. It's I like we spoke about know. this with our therapist. Anyway, we're not yet, but we're not far off. <laughs> so did you ask... Breed no, to be I, your pod wife. I asked for Nula. You were you Jesus, would, sorry. You would you would say that a couple of times. I was like, I think. let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. And I was I podcast. was very uh she, already kind had, of, she had someone else lined up. I did not have someone else signed up. Oh, what are you talking you about? Did. Who? I won't mention names because she's she's not in the running anymore. What podcast is was this? She's a very funny friend of yours. Oh, Alison, yeah, okay, sorry, she won't be offended. Yeah, yeah, okay. me and Alison, my friend, she's done a lot of stand-up and has done bits of RT and, like, prank shows and stuff. She's and hilarious, we, like, she's way funnier than me. We were so. semi-workshopping stuff, and when I say semi-workshopping, I mean, we'd started a Google Doc, and that was about as far as it got, because she started a Master's, um, I was kind of too busy, and I'd put it off in my head that it was just... I suppose it was at the time where podcasts were becoming such a thing where I was like, does someone need more of me talking or whatever? Blah, blah. But I probably wouldn't have unless you would push me to do it. Yeah, so I, I'm really glad of that. I did. I made her do it. It really. was at a point where I was just kind of felt I needed another outlet from work, but to kind of do similar things to what I was doing in work. So I like pop culture and talk about all these kind of things. Yeah. So we said at the end of last year, we'd... We do it. I just kept showing up at Pull our house with like a laptop and like so, like as if we'd already I agreed have to on get it. Mics here, so, yeah, literally. I've like been pricing mics. I found like all these old like amps and stuff at home. I was like, could I use these? And like, just showed up at our house and was like, so if we were to have a podcast, we would call it what? And, like, and just kind of tricked her into it. Just, Pretty much got me this far. So and bandwagons is a deadly name. It literally is my we, pride. We were like, we had so many like yeah. stupid, stupid names. Oh, and come then, on, give us some of the. Uh, Oh, I think you had them. Also so there were definitely stupid ones were all mine, but I can't. <laughs> if we went back in the WhatsApp messages, I'd find them. But uh, we were just sitting there and we're like, we always call each other a wagon or like other people. It was just a word we had. And then it was like, oh, getting on the bandwagon. And then it just kind of came to us. Obviously, yeah. that's where it came from. Oh God, it was just... Because that was the thing as well, where I was really reluctant to start one because I, I wanted to be very... Vague. original <laughs> no because if Vague. I had my way I, it would have been a true crime podcast <laughs> but obviously I was never I just could never but um, that was the thing where I was just I was so afraid of starting something and I was very conscious of what people would think which is like the stupidest thing ever and it's when I, anyone asked me now they're like what's your number one advice I was like just forget that just, just do, do it. it that was the biggest hurdle for me but I think when we got the name that's when I was like okay I'm on board with this because I just didn't want it to be like 
you see so many things come out now and you're like that's so like shit like or it's yeah. been done before or, or it's, it's such it a just doesn't grab you premise that it, you just know it won't last that long yeah or they won't get many good episodes out of it yeah but there's also something kind of self-referential and kind of knowing about calling a podcast bandwagons like do you know yeah that you kind of almost like deal with that sort of right up top yeah, yeah. you know that kind of way like <laughs> yeah no you kind of knew and you we saw other people we knew setting up podcasts and we're like oh we can't do it now because like two people yeah. we went to college would have set one up and it's gonna look it's like, like are you even alive or... right now if you don't have a podcast yeah so yeah just, but you're yeah. doing this a while like you've a few under your belt you're an so OG. what what prompted <laughs> that like what was it was it the same as breed like because you're a big fan in general um, beyond being a host and i a am producer. a big fan i'm a heavy user um <laughs> but i was actually a kind of like slow on the uptake i will totally admit actually jen my co-host on mother pod and creep jive kind of brought podcasts to me and was pushing them for quite a while but I didn't actually get into podcasts until like literally I'd say seconds before I put together my first pitch for a podcast <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah and yeah. um, so it's kind of it was roundabout but it was in 2017 I was working on little bits and bobs of radio pitches actually for um the national broadcaster who still refused to know I'm alive. <laughs> this is a call-out podcast. <laughs> and um, I had, yeah, I, I had been working on a pitch with two other um, people for for kind of a, like a bit of a magazine show. And uh, one of the producers who was working with me on that was like, you guys should just do a podcast of this kind of first I think he was I think he was kind of somewhat like go the second captain's route see as if like I should even be mentioned in the same sentence as them but you know what (laughs) I just did Um, and I was a bit like what what is the second captain's route you know yeah yeah yeah. so that was like the first person that kind of mentioned podcasting to me and stuff and I ended up not doing it with that project because once I'd worked on that project with those people, I was like, oh, I'm done with them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we didn't get picked Bye. up. <laughs> um, but then um, I was working for Maximum Media, who do her.ie and joe.ie and herfamily.ie. And I was contributing um, pieces to herfamily.ie because I'm a ma. <laughs> and uh, I um, get, send a pitch for kind of a mother of pod sort of-esque thing to them because they were starting to try and look at expanding into podcasts and I was like parents are the audience we are literally trapped underneath other humans like we have nothing there is nothing that could possibly distract us from this product like we are desperately trying to escape our daily lives <laughs> um and so I did a, a kind of a treatment or not what would you call it yeah I guess like a podcast pitch or something yeah and I it was but it was different because I was going to be the host and have like a weekly guest okay and I actually recorded a pilot for it um with Louise McSharry as the guest which is how Louise yeah. and I met and became friends which is kind of random yeah when I were really good friends but we'd never met I'd only just like stalked her aggressively on social media read her autobiography um, knew, where she, knew where she lives <laughs> and um, just casual so casual and um, so anyway that was all actually going to happen hilariously or appeared to be it was just kind of trudging along at that kind of usual pace that mm. things go along inside media organizations but like I I had a figure agreed I was about to get paid for it oh, wow. <laughs> but like I actually just got a bit fed up kind of 
slightly like oh I don't know if this is even going to be the thing I want it to be and isn't that the spirit of podcasting really is like not actually having to conform to you know like a kind of like the messaging of a big company yeah or yeah anything like that so then I got a bit like oh hmm, I actually don't know and so then actually just quite like on the spur of the moment sent Jen O'Dwyer an emoji of an engagement ring and said, will you be my pod wife? And Aww, you're and such a bitch. Really I was, I was so you. romantic. Like I did a whole huge gesture, f- filmed it, went viral. I <laughs> interrupted one of her <laughs> life moments with me in my agenda. Articles written about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this pod wife proposal will make you cry. <laughs> and, <when> the, <laughs> um, and anyway, she was like, yeah, obviously I was just waiting for you to ask. Um, so we didn't know how to do any recording or anything like that. But I had worked with Cassie Delaney, who um, founded Troll Tales podcast um, in Maximum. So I kind of knew Cassie and I knew she was like a kind of a AV whiz. And I was like, oh, can you, will you come for coffee? And like, I might just show you a few pictures of different mics on Amazon. You might tell me what, what's what here. And um, she, I think she just kind of slightly despaired of like my kind of pleb ways and was like, oh, I'll just record the first one for you guys. And you can just see, like, I think in her head, she was like, and you can just then toddle on and get bored of this or whatever. Yeah. And then she just stayed. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. She was there from the start. She was there from the very first episode. Oh. Yeah. And like, we're such total wagons ourselves. I don't think it occurred to us till like episode 33 to like thank our producer, Cathy <laughs> Delaney. Who you were just like, uh, I'm uh, doing the middle finger now. Nobody can see what I'm like, uh. <laughs> Doing it yourselves. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of amazing. So, um, like, Cassie's absolutely been there from the start and also just, like, has meant that Jen and I can stay completely ignorant, like, horribly ignorant on what actually is required to make a podcast. Yeah. But that's the thing. But we're even the when, we, yeah. when we got into it, we were like... Well, again, I was very, like, prissy bitch being, like... We're broke. I we Well, like, it was... We're broke, but I was like, I really don't want this product to be shite. Yeah. Because when we're putting your names to it and stuff, I was just very like, this can't be like a phone, an iPhone job that I'm so used to because that's what I record everything on or... Yeah. And we were Sim- trying... Similarly, we got onto friends that work in radio, like we got onto Jazz and Andy working down in Spain. Yeah. And they were really unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> but this is... We, like, we outrageously approached, unhelpful. I think <laughs> they don't like podcasters. <laughs> yeah, fair. Like, <laughs> we, had approached, we had approached a lot of people who weren't necessarily in a podcasting background, but were in an audio background. Yeah. Like, not just and Jazz and Andy. And they were like, eh, maybe, like, maybe this one. Like, it was... They, nobody had a clue. No. And I think that's the thing. I think everyone goes through this period of like... Where you're just kind of spitballing and it is a case of like practice makes perfect and I still firmly believe we could have done it ourselves if we didn't have to pay for equipment. But that no, that was our issue. It was money. Yeah, I think and money, I think it's yeah. a thing for a lot of people where it's like there's this barrier and that's why we went the route of renting the studio because yeah. I'm so glad we didn't buy stuff now. Because that was the thing as well. I think the thing we've there's this joke of like, oh we should start a podcast, which is what the intro was inspired by, but it's this thing of People say it and then people buy all this shit. And that was another fear for me as well, where it was like, we wouldn't commit to it. Or then maybe that was more from my side where it was like, I would know where it was coming from. And I'd be like, mm. like I'm a devil for starting things, not finishing them. So I was like, imagine you're after dropping 100 euro on a snowball or whatever. And then it was like, oh, remember the podcast we used to do? Yeah. Like, just a memory. We had done little things in college that we kind of started and then... Oh, our infamous finished. college radio shows. Yeah. <laughs> Never once attended. And TV things and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I yeah. suppose that was it from 
our perspective but yeah but you, I think when I, I was trying to think today why it's so popular and I, it must be for you that like it's the it's 2019's form of like vlogging or blogging or yeah it's like a personal journal but not really no, I, I see that connection. I never did a blog or anything like no, that. No, you strike me as such a blogger. Really? I don't, I don't know why. Is that an is that a, it's a, No, I don't no, think so. No, not at all. <laughs> but I never had one. I never had a blog. No, I, that surprised me as well because there was like a golden age of blogs where it was like, where they were good. Like where yeah. blogs were like hot, yeah. hot yeah. shit. And it's I not read like, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I followed loads. Yeah. Um, I think I was a bit, I might have missed it a bit because I was offline for like a good chunk of my 20s because I lived in New Zealand and then I lived in France and like I literally like lived in a van for quite a long time and didn't have you know, lights. Yeah. So, alone <laughs> I think that there's, yeah, there's like a gap in my education. Like, I didn't get a smartphone until 2014. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I can date it because my first baby, I didn't have one. And I got, I was caught crushing postnatal depression after that. And second baby had a smartphone. Sure. <laughs> Dodge <George. laughs> postnatal depression. Such a lifeline, lads. New cure for postnatal depression. Instagram? Instagram. <laughs> Read more here. Desert Island Discs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, but um, I, uh, yeah, we didn't, I was actually going to invest. I think I was. I was well set to. I didn't think, I didn't think it was a bad idea. Um, just never got you. Just... Well, it just didn't happen because Cassie just kind of like joined forces with us. And like, I definitely remember John, Jen, John, <laughs> Jen and I having conversations early on where we like, Cassie's still around, like. Do you think she's kind of with us now? <laughs> and um, it kind of all started to coincide with Cassie uh, setting up Tall Tales um, Network and Mother Pod just doing quite well, which was really surprising to all of us, really. Um, Why? Why was that surprising? Yeah. I just, I don't know, because I'm such an unknown, I suppose. I'd never put anything on the internet to see yeah. if people would take it up. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Do you know the way like a blogger, for example, would see the traffic on their site or something? I never had done anything like that. So I remember the first night we put the first episode live and like I told my Instagram followers, which at the time were even less than now. And it's like, I don't know, that's about 3000 people, you know, mm. yeah. but it's not really because it's Instagram. So it's only really probably about 80 people that actually do you know yeah, yeah, follow yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah um and i remember watching the listens going up because i definitely sort of sat i sort of said oh if we got like 50 people to listen that'd be amazing and then like by the end of that first weekend it was in the thousands and i was like what did we say <laughs> on this episode it was i just used to see it and i think it's why podcasts have benefited so much and grown so much is with social media because I was just seeing people share screenshots of Motherpod on Instagram everywhere and that's where I like yeah. I knew of you from your writing and yeah. then I was like oh it's just podcast now that's cool yeah. and it was just people sharing on their story people who aren't mams being like this is hilarious and yeah the non-breeders really helped us out I think because they kind of spread us way beyond where we could have got yeah. to yeah so, oh yeah you're so right like it's actually key people picking up on you is such yeah. a huge boon. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, some of our friends, like, Subi at Standing by the Wall and, like, Louise McSharry, 
our friend like they were totally bigging us up which was really nice um but yeah then yeah you're right it's so weird seeing random strangers and just being like oh my god jeez yeah it's great i suppose it's just one of those things where it's like i don't know if it's the same for you but like i used to listen to radio like religiously growing up like i was obsessed with uh red fm and listening to like the call like our equivalent of joe duffy with victor barry it was amazing um (laughs) and the my association with podcasts was like it was just oh, the, the radio shows were podcasted and that was it and you listened to them back. It wasn't a case of, oh, this is original content. Yeah. This is what it is now. And now you see it where it's like you've people our age and like our generation and younger who are listening to podcasts more than they are to live radio and traditional radio. Like, why do you think that is? I think that's what, like, I just think that's really interesting where it's like... I think it's the kind of on-demand de- on appetite yeah. of our it's generation. so accessible as well. Yeah. Like, you can listen anywhere, anytime, compared to, like, radio where you kind of have to have... No one carries radios with them anymore. Or, you well, know, that's you know what I mean. Well. Yeah, yeah, they no have apps too. There's a phone for that. But, uh, Come yeah. with the boombox. What movie is that? Um, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Uh, oh, He's outside the window. You're uh, one and only or only yours or... Oh, yeah. What is it? Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's the kind of oh, you're so at the mercy of the schedule with radio. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's definitely it's censored as well to an, to an extent. Yeah, that's what I meant to say as well, that it's like it's no old bar. There's on someone standing over you at all times telling you what yeah. you can't say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's very kind of like mediated and it's very like, you know, it's like so much formatting with all the kind of stings and the ads and the news. And it's not in any way an intimate experience the way listening to a podcast is. Like, I always find I get really attached to the hosts of podcasts. Yeah. And like it won't like the content matters less. If I like the host, you know, that kind of way, like I listened yeah. to this beauty one um, that's called Forever 35. Okay. I'm going to get, yeah, it's Forever 35 because it's a play on Forever 21. And it's like, I don't actually give a shit about beauty. It's one of my, <laughs> it's one of my least areas of interest. I'd have the least, but I just like what are their names again like Dory and Kate they're are Americans they live in LA they have a like mad batshit LA life do you know that kind of way oh I think I've heard of these yeah yeah I mean yeah. it's been going for ages I was an avid listener a couple of years ago but like I was so invested in every aspect of their lives and like they were always like doing brilliant like bullshitty kind of juice cleanses and like screaming retreats and all yeah. this kind of shit in LA and I was just like I'm so into that like I love listening to it yeah. so as much as I didn't even care about beauty I was just like oh yeah what are the gal- what's the gals been doing this week yeah. they'd be talking about their vision fucking boards and if like an actual friend tried to tell me about their vision board I'd be like okay I'll just, <laughs> I'll just stop you right there while I leave <laughs> um, but I was like oh Dory's got a vision board like I gotta listen you know <laughs> and it's like I think that definitely really worked with my favourite murder is like one of the yeah I, mean, I feel like My Favourite Murder has gone a little bit downhill in terms of content and stuff, but like you, you're so invested with them oh. and their journey and how... They're killing me at the moment because they're rehashing they keep, stuff because so, they're obviously under so much pressure yeah. work-wise. But if you and even like, listen back me. to last week's episode was like their fa- like best ever voted episode and it was like number 18 and that was their best ever episode 
voted by their listeners and they're on like episode 200 or something yeah now. true the early and it's so good the early ones are so good because they just can't believe that they're in like the charts they can't believe that they have a t-shirt and now it's like oh yeah we have to go on tour again yeah they're so exhausted <laughs> like and jaded by yeah. the success it's kind of it's weird like it's really weird to follow them but like like that I've never like it's very rare that I've ever unsubscribed from a podcast mm. or like will stop listening like if even if I hate it I'd have to see it through yeah. to the end yeah, yeah. I, I know just, what you mean whereas and like radio you just so disposable you know? yeah you just I, it just, it's so passive you yeah see? it's just washing over you and you have no kind of actual engagement because you really like even do you remember the kind of when was it pat kenny moved over to news talk and the whole oh, slogan was move yeah, the yeah. dial and like i could not i might the hand was trying to move the dial but it was i was just like i oh <laughs> not <today>. it's impossible <laughs> not today <laughs> just, you know um so yeah so yeah, no, it is weird when it starts doing really well. And then I think it's hard to anticipate what's going to work and what won't work. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is the thing for me as well, where I, when we were trying to come up with an idea, I was like, but what are people going to like? And I mean, but that's so hard to tell when, I mean, what I, like me and Breed have very, very different take. Like I'm not, <laughs> I really, really struggle. There's very few true crime podcasts that I've stuck with bar Uncovered the Village, which I've spoken about before. Yeah. Like I don't think I've listened to anything it's beyond that. the only that. one. That's Whereas, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one. Whereas like you probably wouldn't listen to Who Weekly, which is my favorite podcast. I probably is, would, but it's just like, there isn't a true crime podcast I haven't listened to. That's kind of the flip side of it. Whereas yeah. Whereas you've like listened to one and liked it and you know, yeah. move on. Whereas I'm like, I have to hear them all. Yeah, from start to finish. I think what works with bandwagons is that it spans all the genres, so you can dip in and out. Yeah, I mean that's what I. There's only two episodes I haven't listened. Super Bowl. Yeah, I and Love Island. Uh, No, no, no. Oh, Uh, that's Love Island. I consume all Love Island except. The, the show, show. Fair. <laughs> I watch all of your stories I listen to my bottom hey, paper hey, hey, hey. I just don't care about watching it you don't I need to once need you're doing Love Island <laughs> as mediated by other people's tweets and shit no the other one was actually the Disney remakes funnily enough I just wasn't I haven't had the dead. chance yet well, I haven't had the chance <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but it's true though because like and then if you guys do one that I know I'm going to be particularly like into it's kind of like a little kind of, you know, you've struck gold. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes, bandwagons talking about skincare. Obsessed yeah. with yeah. that one. Um, most people are. I think that's a really, that was our most popular episode. Was it? So, surprisingly, yeah. But the Super Bowl one, I think, turned people off because of the title. But we oh, knew yeah. nothing about Super Bowl or like the rules of it. So we just talked about halftime acts. But, because that hour. was the thing. At the start, we were very much like, okay, let's like, do everything. And because of the way our recording schedule is, it was like, oh, let's look at what's training. Let's jump on the back of that. And we were like, no, I don't think the Super Bowl episode is bad. But, I, but we definitely have. We, we haven't could, done something similar since. We, we could have done something stronger that would have been more evergreen. But it's, it's hard. It's weighing that up as well when it's like, what's worth talking about, what's not. Because again, as we've said, like something that we are really invested in, like... Like skincare. Esmeralda at home might be like, fuck this. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't know how your name's Esmeralda. But. Oh, I think it, sh- it shows like that we really weren't that interested in the Super Bowl. Well, not, not that it's a bad episode. Like I said, I think people are surprised when they listen to it that it's actually not as boring as the title would yeah. suggest. But, but like the ones that we are really invested in re- tend to do better. Yeah. And that's what I've said to you before because you did a piece, Sophie, in the Indo about mm. why people like consume podcasts and stuff. And I said to you that like the content needs to be like if it doesn't really matter I'm not really massive on like production and whatever like something like obviously it has to sound it has to be listenable but I if it's 
mad glossy or whatever, I don't really give a fuck as long as the content is good and something yeah. that I'm interested in. Like, I think you can, what is the expression? You can dress up a sheep or you can dress up a... You can bring a horse to water? No, you can, <laughs> you can dress... You can burn lamb that bridge when we come to it. Mutton dressed as lamb? Uh, you can dress Make a pig something. Up, you, you can, can dress it, make put, it put lipstick on a pig, put lipstick on a pig, you put lipstick <laughs> on a pig, but like, I love pigs. So sorry to any pigs listening. Um, but... You know what I mean? It's, it's I one of those pigs. things where it's like, I don't really care how many effects you use or how many foghorns, whatever. I think that's the quote that I said to you. Like, I don't mm. care what sound effects you use. The content needs to be good. And yeah. like, whether that's like the breadth of research or whatever, whether it's just a topic that I'm really interested in. If that's not there, I'm like, see ya. But that's a real callback to kind of like traditional sort of breakfast radio kind of trope of like shouty DJ and lots of like clacks and yelling and shit like that. Yeah, totally. Um, I think, no, I listen to quite poor quality if it's like, one that springs to mind uh, is um, the Confronting OJ yes, uh, series that's obsessed. on at the moment. And there's loads of recorded phone calls in that. Yeah. And I'll totally tolerate it. Sometimes they'll just like go back over something if it hasn't been quite clear. Yeah. Like that's how bad the audio is at times. Yeah. But I'm just like, come on, let's take this fucker down. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's really good, isn't it's it? So I good. have been I've been banging on about it like so much. I think it just finished up last week. I'm yeah, I'm on sure. the I'm in the middle of the last episode. Yeah, really, really. What good. does it cover for anyone who's unfamiliar, aka me? <laughs> so it's uh, I think I mentioned it before, but it's Ron Goldman's sister. So he yes, you have one of OJ's before, yeah. victims. Yeah. yeah, and it's she just literally confronts ev- anyone and everyone that she can get her hands on that was involved in the trial and kind of asks them why they gives said them what they said or why they did what they did. No, she doesn't give them a bollocking. She's actually very fair. She's really good, actually. She's very calm. Yeah, she is good. Yeah, um, she's magnanimous in the interviews with, say, like the jurors who um, found him not guilty. Yeah. Um, and she got a bit of... I think uh, like shit for that on social and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's oh, it's fa- it's really fascinating. Like I've always been. That's one of my cases that like I'm very devoted to. Like I remember my whole family. It was like a family activity to watch the trial. <laughs> like it was the first like I think you know way like Sky News had it in Ireland, oh, yeah. and it was like it was the we all had to go over to my aunt's house to watch it. Yeah, like endlessly. Yeah, it was and, the biggest yeah. TV event ever, wasn't it? The li- li- that was watched live. I think the car check or the car check. Yeah. 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 I can't remember all the stats around it because there's loads of brilliant like all the, um, you know, the Domino's pizza orders figures that like there was more pizzas ordered in the half hour that he was in the Bronco than like the week preceding or some mad shit like that. But also I had watched like, you know, the documentary um, that what's his name? Uh, Ezra. So do you remember they did a kind of a dramatization with David Schwimmer? Yes. Oh, Love versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the same time, this other filmmaker brought out this incredible nine hour documentary about... That's way better probably. Oh, it's way better. It won an Oscar, I'm pretty sure. And it's basically like three feature films tacked together. And you you, you don't even hit the actual crime until about halfway through the second feature film. Like it's all about like bringing the context to kind of like who OJ was like and what he symbolized as a black man for black men in America and like all the kind of race riots in LA and oh like okay anyway (laughs) this is not a podcast this is actually an actual (laughs) documentary we're now talking about but I was obsessed with that and it's a brilliant watch I think I might rewatch it because it's like incredibly enlightening in terms of like even where America is at now and with race like do you know the way because for us looking in it's really hard I think to get it 
And it's mad because like not to be like uh, we like we Fanula wasn't born when the chase happened. I think I was a month old. It was ninety four, wasn't it? Oh yeah, because you fucking edged me out so much. (laughs) No, but like no, I think I looked it up and it was like we were. I was only a month old. I mean, I barely remember. No, but like I just remember watching it like I do. I don't even know if I was alive. Was it June? Like and we, I was July maybe. It was ninety four anyway. Somewhere, yeah. So like the first I, time I really drove into it was the People versus OJ. So I'm still like this is me consuming it all for the first time really. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, like hard to remember because like when you kind of like I, I mean I wasn't that old, but like I was nine or whatever, yeah, and I do remember the thing. collective obsession of yeah. it for sure. Um, and I think like before that, the Menendez brothers had been like oh, the yeah. biggest like true crime trial event or whatever. Yeah, um, we're so being major now. About to announce our breakaway faction. No, <laughs> no I was your true crime. No, podcast. it's just prompted another thought for me, where it's like just on the subject of true crime about how much podcasts have opened this world of like, as you just mentioned about stories and stuff of these yeah. where we might not have lived it and yeah. we're reliving them, and in some cases where there's new like breaks in the case made with the case of like West Cork and the yeah. stuff we just going to plant. It is solving cases, I think. Very few of them solve it, but some of them do. Like the the teacher's pet one was yeah, pretty significant. Was, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Significant part yeah. of that. Do you want to explain that just for anyone who hasn't listened? Um, yeah, so you could, I'm, it's been a long time since I listened to it now, but basically this woman went missing in Australia um, and like, I don't want to say her husband did it, but... <laughs> 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 but all the signs point to him and basically it was ignored for years because he was a big Aussie rules player I think um, so he kind of just got off scot-free and then people have come out of the woodwork now and started like digging back up the case and getting the police back on it um, and uh, the Australian I think is the paper that yeah. I picked up the podcast yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good but it's mad again where it's like I feel like people initially had this idea of podcast being very throwaway and just not putting it on the same tier as like traditional media and now you have examples like that where it's kind of surpassing them in terms of now as we said like the, there are few examples in the myriad of, of the amount of podcasts that are out there now but like to see that kind of the tides turning where it's mm. like these like do you know when you look at case like that and it's like oh the podcast did it as opposed to like any yeah. any other like it yeah, wasn't this in expose the in you the New York Times yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's really interesting to see I think yeah I think like with the true crime element of podcasts like it's definitely kind of hold our sort of like dirty little obsessions kind of out into the mainstream and like everyone's now very openly like a murderino or yeah, whatever yeah. Um, which is kind of funny and like I suppose what you're saying yeah I get it in terms of like respecting the kind of material like I find I think one of the first podcasts I kind of engaged with was This American Life which isn't a podcast but it's like it's a radio show isn't it yeah it's a radio show in um, the States but it would have like kind of gotten to us I guess via podcast you know yeah. that kind of way and I think I mean it's been running for years and years like they're on episode 700 or something like yeah, that yeah. and um, but it definitely was showing like a kind of a style of radio that even like we kind of don't see that much in Ireland like you know these kind of really beautifully crafted kind of episodes that are standalone yeah. and they're kind of theme led um, really you well researched. No, I haven't. It's really. Uh, no, I've heard it's really about. Good. There's a really good episode about Riverdance apparently. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Heard that one. Someone only told me recently. <laughs> apparently, there's an episode um, about Riverdance, and they had like they were doing a show in New York, 
and like it was like a really long run, a few months or whatever. So they were there for the whole summer. So they all got really big into buying lottery tickets to like keep themselves entertained because they weren't allowed to drink or anything as part of the Riverdance crew. But I don't know. This is all like off my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell me to. But apparently one night they just bought a lottery ticket and they all just got a feeling that they were going to win. So they all like really convinced themselves that they had won the lottery or that they were going to win the lottery that night. And they said they danced better than they'd ever danced before. They got a standing ovation. And like that's that's what it's about. I don't think they won the lottery, but like <laughs> it's that's like fully me, like every aspect of my life except I did really just, shit. A nice little <laughs> whatever like. the task is. So that was your first ever podcast that you got into. Um, yeah, it was probably one of the first. Another one that I've been long obsessed with is called The Long Form. Have you ever heard of it? It's no. like a journalism podcast and they um, interview journalists and it's been going again, I'd say, since the 2010s. But like they've interviewed incredible people like over the years, like Tina Brown and like Aria Levy and loads of amazing writers. And like, so that's quite a different kind of mood. Yeah. But um, I kind of like anything that's kind of pushing uh, where the form can go and stuff like yeah. Liam Garrity is an Irish podcast producer who's like um he's actually won awards in the states I'm just trying to uh, let me just I need to look so at my he's the, texting I need to look at my app uh, <laughs> to get the name of his um he has a you know a fiction podcast that's um like a horror podcast oh and it's so beautifully produced it is called Petrified and he does, uh, he produces Rosemary's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And he does Meet Your Maker. Meet Your Maker is yeah, his podcast. Which is another, yeah. oh my God, that's just a pleasure to listen to. I love that podcast. I must um, give it a go. You know, he just like, I suppose he's the other side of like, it's not the kind of super DIY sort of chats. He does like quite a like, you know. Inv- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Involved kind of production and things like that. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, there's just so much to be done with it as a medium. Like, did you guys listen to um, Homecoming, the no. podcast? No. No. Like, they made it into a TV show after it was first a podcast starring Catherine Keener, David Schwimmer. Uh, is that the new thing on Netflix? No. Uh, is it on Netflix or is it just kind of general? I think Julia Roberts was in the TV show version of oh, it. Wow. But like, imagine making a podcast that then spawns the TV. Well, imagine making a podcast with fucking Catherine Keener for starters. <laughs> but it was all um, the story of like, it was a kind of a conspiracy sort of podcast. Cool. And it was like listening to like a really, really well done radio play. It was brilliant. Like you should go and check it out. Because um, I, my friend said it to me about a year ago and I was like, I don't think I can listen to a 
like a play on a yeah, podcast, yeah. you know. I, I'm just here for the dolls. And she was like, no, 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 do it, do it. It's really good. And like, it actually is so well done. Like all the kind of soundscaping of it is brilliant. So it feels like you're like in the rooms mm. that they're in and you know, the kind of way. And it's basically, it's about soldiers coming back from uh, like Afghanistan and uh, kind of like, they're on a kind of a facility for kind of reintegrating. And like one of them's kind of losing his mind or is he kind Ooh. of thing, you know? It's very, very good. But um, yeah. What's that called? Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming. Write that down. Write that down. Do, yeah. No, it's really cool. I mean, <laughs> you can just do such cool stuff, you know? But on the other hand of that, Dane, is, and this is what prompted us to kind of do the episode on it, like you're talking about people who are pushing the medium. And then you have the argument from people being like, there are too many podcasts or everyone is doing a podcast. So yeah. we've seen like, even within the Irish scene, even when I think like... I see people all the time giving out when there's like a new podcast announced and someone is like, we have enough podcasts, like, please <laughs> just let it be done. And then there's the other argument when... As if it's like bothering that person I, in it's, any it's, way. It's, like, I, I'm feeling crowded by all the podcasts. But I suppose like, it's that thing where it's like nobody's forcing you to listen. But they yeah. knew of other examples where it's like, there are, I know, there is a couple of examples in the Irish scene where it's like kind of started and then it's petered off and they haven't continued with it. And it's kind of like, oh, did you just start one to say that you had one and maybe you were looking for the for CV this, for the CV and maybe to have this like immediate success of it or whatever or yeah. maybe they think it's another channel of making money and then they just sack it in when it's like Too it's hard. not as immediate as that yeah. you know what I mean but or it's a bit harder than, than the, people yeah, maybe that's realize the thing as well. yeah. what do you think of that yeah like who are we really bitching about though <laughs> um <laughs> well I do like I suppose I'm like yeah I get like a little eye roll sometimes where I'm like oh yeah Oh, here's another one now. Yeah. But we would absolutely do that as well, though. If someone we knew came up and be like, "Oh, here we go. They have a podcast. Who are they copying?" It's or us. like, yeah. It's or us. sometimes like listeners would text and be like, "Oh my god, did you see this?" Like, I do remember there was a dad podcast starting, and so a listener <laughs> texted into the mother of hot DMs, and uh, I remember trying to be like really magnanimous and was like, "I'm sure it'll be great." Although, like, dads, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so. It is kind of it's great to be able to be the kind of first or an early person in that like say with Mother Pod I, was, I got impatient because I was like someone else going to start one and I want to be the first yeah. Yeah. in Ireland yeah. like clearly not the first overall but like I felt at the time I'm pretty sure there wasn't any other parenting podcast in Ireland and like I was really eager to like get out ahead of that because there is something in being kind of the first the first definitely um, do you listen to any of your competitors not competitors but any podcast similar to your own or do you try, try to stay away I don't really listen to any other parenting ones yeah is that intentional or you just don't care I just <laughs> no it's it's intentional I think it's like I just because we're just, like, they're I'm trying saying, to gather the content for Mother of Pod so I'm just yeah kinda, you don't want any influence from anything slightly similar. or yeah. like afraid that I'll plagiarise by osmosis yeah or just by being very very tired yeah. Or like unimaginative and just like, you know, not gonna yeah. but I do listen to a lot of true crime, you see. Yeah. And like the creep dive is kind of true crimey. Yeah, I was going like, to ask you because we mm. did one episode on true crime and we could barely finish because we got so depressed. <laughs> I, that was just the route we took it though, I think. And that was something I was going to ask you as well, where it's this thing like, of... How do you do it? Like, yeah, it's just... I'm actually like, I'm researching one at the moment for this week's and it has, it's like been a plague on my life. Oh, really? Because I've read a book for it because there's so little online and I, this story, like, gee, lads, I can't like, 
No spoilers. I no spoilers, but like it's harrowing. Really? Yeah. But I think the thing with the creep dive is it's such a mixed bag every week. But you always we, keep it upbeat though. I don't know how you do it. I think that like it, I think it's like all about the story selection. Yeah. Because lots of people will like write in with loads and loads of suggestions and like like one that's come up loads. Oh, I'm just trying to give a good example. But like there'd be one like this guy, John List. Have you ever heard of him? He's no. American. He is a family annihilator. And I'm like, <laughs> Standard, yeah. I'm Sounds not. Like you that. know what that is, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I do feel like if I was to cover that, there would have to be something this is going to sound so off, but there's going to have to be something so special about the story yeah. that like redeems it in some way, shape or form yeah. for me to go there. Do you know that kind of no, way? No, I get to. Yeah, Say yeah. like with um, Armin Muse, the cannibal who I did for one of our live shows, you know, the German guy who like put it out yes. on the internet. Like that's like, I'm never just going to straight up just do some random cannibal. Like it, it was the internet element, say, that hooked me there. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? Like it's always, I feel like it's got to have something that you can exploit to kind of like and sound make so bad but like make it a bit bizarre or kind of laugh at the criminal yeah do you know what I mean like to try and salvage it yeah but then as well like we never do all murders for example and it never was intended to be a murder podcast like yeah. it was always more so about hoax and hoaxers and I and that's the thing some of the catfishing is more depressing in a weird way. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, if you ever listened to the episode that I did a story about this woman who, like, lied to a man about having a baby that belonged, like, his baby. Yes. And Jen and Cassie just did not give a shit about this guy who had believed he had a son for five years and was, like, so emotionally attached to this fictitious child <laughs> via photographs. And a, she actually had a, a child. A borrowed child. A borrowed child that he had met. And like Jen and Cassie were completely unmoved. And like like that like tore my soul. I just thought it was like one of the wrongest things I'd ever heard. That happened to a YouTuber in recent years as well. Where oh like he had... For money. He had... I don't even think it was that. Like I think your one, your one just said something. No, it didn't get that far. But like your one was like faking this pregnancy, and he had obviously because he's a YouTuber. He was like, I'm gonna be a dad, like dad oh, hall, blah blah. And then, <laughs> and then it went be like, and it was the tweet that went viral. It was like all these screen caps of like, I'm gonna be a dad, shopping for my first baby some other video and then it was like I have no son <laughs> was the fourth video and I was like oh like it's it's demented oh my oh god, god. Tangent. I have to go and look into that oh it's I'll, I'll link it to you after that sounds like um, a TCD it's interesting I like yeah. it you were just saying there that you've read a book for the next episode which is more um, research than me and Breed have done I collectively have for not read a book in the entirety of that magazine <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating like <laughs> I read books but I never do it for research purposes <laughs> but if that I was just going to ask like is are you very conscious of the level of research you do or like do you do a lot of research or is it just do you it, take does turns? It, it does it depend like podcast to podcast I, is it something you're aware of when you're listening to other podcasts oh yeah well one of my all-time faves podcast wise is last podcast on the left uh which is like a very long-running really successful true crime podcast as well and they like definitely in the latter episodes their research is so impressive like it's really good but I know they actually have a team like they have interns what? and people so do we in fairness <laughs> they have people Not. putting together lots of that stuff like and they do like three part episodes on you know a big topic like uh, their 9-11 episodes are amazing 
but they're really funny <laughs> have you ever sentence. listened to this no and I'm in the Facebook group like I don't oh, know why yeah. you are know. such a fake I know it. it's so my thing but I just haven't got around to it I mean sometimes you just can't click in but I really love that one and that was one that I was like oh I think a three-hander could work when I went to Cassie with like oh let's do this uh the creep dive and it was just the two of us initially and then we were like ah we have to let jen in and um uh, she just kept showing up she just kept showing up and obviously being like the most hilarious one so like we have to keep her now <laughs> she does the least research but she brings it in other ways so that's you know. dear david episode oh, dear david yeah yeah best one so far Go, Jen. Really? Yeah. I just still Travis, like Travis forever. Which one was Travis? Travis the chimp. Oh my God, yeah. Jen's, yeah, yeah. The uh, monkey that could drink the, wine. Yeah, as the long stemmed glass. Um, you love it. <laughs> I think Cassie and I do more research, probably. I think Jen would perfectly own that. Um, <laughs> uh, Cassie and I tend to write ours up like, like we're writing an article. Like I sometimes have written like things that I definitely feel I could sell. Yeah. As like, does anyone want 3000 words on Anna Nicole Smith? <laughs> Complete with all my editorializing and like, <laughs> you know, cultural analysis and like whatever. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot. Yeah. This I have read books before. I read a book about faking your own death for one of the episodes. That was great. Loved that. Amazing. Book. Yeah. Um, this book obviously was totally like, I'm. you have to like, there wasn't enough on the story. It's um, it's quite a, a random story. It took place just around when you were born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel like I re- I kind of remember this very vaguely, but yeah. So that'll be this week's. But yeah, we kind of t- tend to divide up the stories in like one person will do the most involved one, like the longy, and then like there'll be like sort of mi- minis and yeah, creeps of the week and stuff. So and we it works well. Works. Yeah, I think it works well. Yeah, we kind of just, I think it's been virtually the same since the start, like since the first episode. Whereas with Mother Pod, the kind of format shifted around a bit after we got kind of more used to talking shy at each other, I guess. Whereas Creep Dive's kind of stayed the same, more or less. And um, I mean, if anything, I think Cassie wasn't really prepared for it to be like so long, like... Like we always were like, oh God, every episode we were like, it's too long. Oh my God, what are we going to cut? What are we going to cut? And then like, after what you see, like you can see on your stats if people stick around. And I think that actually the completion rate, I've just broken this pen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was pulling at it so much, like vigorously for 20 minutes. It's finally broken. But yeah, I think when you can see what people are doing is really invaluable because you're like, geez, okay, they listen, they'll listen to a 90 minute episode yeah, or yeah. whatever. Or even with like Creep Drive, we can divide them up sometimes into stories or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting to a point where we're devoted to podcasts. Like I think that people are just way more plugged in than even TV. I don't know whether it's just because we all fall asleep listening to them. So the completion rate's just mega. Because everyone's just unconscious with me whispering murder in their ear. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting to a point now where people are being able to make podcasting like a full-time job like we have people like like i don't want to use this example but it's the one that came to my head where it's like the two johnnies of like a whole team as well blind boy yeah blind boy is probably like the main example any of the big american ones yeah just living off tours well even now in ireland it's kind of starting creeping now but it's very so that's their patrons are like a year's salary some of them yeah yeah um is that a point where you'd obviously (laughs) not just you'd obviously like to get you and i suppose 
the one of the things around people setting up podcasts and another criticism as well that you always hear from people who don't have their own podcasts and it's like oh they're setting up a patreon whatever blah 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 and i think there's still an attitude in ireland where it's like from some people now as you said obviously you've devoted audiences who are like yeah i've no issue paying for this if i'm getting xyz or whatever i've no issue paying to support mm. but you do have other people then who are like why would I pay for the blah 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 you know what I mean totally where it's, yeah and it's in the same with the written medium as well where it's they don't see the value in it like mm. how was that a struggle for you or when you were thinking about setting up the Patreon or were you just like no fuck this we let's get our few bob we deserve it like <laughs> what you do are you just doing a bit of personal research because I believe you guys should set up a Patreon definitely because well, I'd gladly pay well oh <laughs> Wait till the no, top, but till the end, the end no. of the show <laughs> and they introduce patreon.com forward slash bandwagons. Oh, I'm asking for from <laughs> I'm asking for a point of genuine genuine curiosity as well because like I the only Patreon that I support is Rosemary's Cave at the minute. Oh wow. Yeah. What a slap in the face. Sorry. <laughs> But you, you are, like, I suppose it's I, just yeah, that... I support up to 90. <laughs> it's, but it's that thing of, like, I don't know. It's just because I'm working in podcasts now and we're seeing that it's, like, it's such a lucrative industry, but Ireland seems very slow. While you're very quick to create and stuff, people seem very slow to put their hands in their pockets. And, and that comes from, like, a personal perspective and, like, a commercial mm. perspective where it's, like... Like, you could make a fucking bomb off this because, as you said, people are listening to them going to bed. They're listening to them all the time. They're listening to them all the way through. Whereas with radio, people are just switching off. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? And I like, think it's why something that? that advertising is really slow to catch up with. Yeah. Like, I've kind of had meetings with people about sort of doing ads and things. And, like, I think the Irish market is still so small that, like, doing well in the Irish market is still, like... You know, it's still not kind of like what any of the big podcasts in America can count on. Do you know that kind of way? And so, yeah, I suppose it's kind of hard to communicate to like brands and stuff to be like, oh, this is such a loyal listenership, you know, and whatever, like you can do eight little whatever ads and they'll, you know, it seems like they're just still kind of holding back a bit. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. But there are, of course, some Irish podcasts who are doing great and getting sponsorship and things like that. Like Diet Coke have been really, um, really good, I think, actually, like getting on board with Irish podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I think me and Jen kept coming up against kind of the issue of our content. And like, I suppose, like they're all like I think people are like parenting podcast perfect like just get pampers. just lash pampers on yeah. that and then they're like so we've listened and like they talk a lot about Pornhub and <laughs> and like men just autofillating this one whole episode where like Sophie's just watching a video of it like while they're chatting so in that sense we were like I don't know yeah it was it was kind of like what are you going to do about that yeah and because you, 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 you definitely yeah, don't yeah. want to lose like your audience um but then so then obviously patreon yeah was a really good shout and i actually i wrote a piece um about uh sort of supporting artists through patreon and things like that um before like we had actually set one up in any way and i was i interviewed rosemary about that and um then started trying to sell the idea to Cassie and Jen. So I was the one. I was the one who was like, come on, let's Give me do the money. it. And Jen was like, hell no. But like Jen is a, an entrepreneur like herself. She has a label um, and she sells gorgeous leather uh, jackets. And uh, I think she just, she it was like an anathema to her. She just couldn't get her head around the idea. Mm. And I was like, but like, how can you, like we we went to art college, me and Jen, uh, like, and so did her husband. Like, you know, I was 
like a lot of our friends like do this stuff make stuff they get it yeah we should be the ones to get it more than anyone yeah. like and like the written word for example becoming kind of like a completely free commodity is disastrous because you know we've seen it like with journalism mainstream media the quality has suffered you know so i made an impassioned plea they ignored me um, Jen told me it was just begging and um, that it was uh, that I was pathetic <laughs> and then um, eventually Cathy just piped up one day and was like I've set up a Patreon for the creep type <laughs> um, so I, I won in a roundabout way but they would never acknowledge that but then I was amazed that people did actually um, like do do pay and yeah. do did sign up which was again brilliant yeah. and I said on an episode recently that like now um, so we have a, a kind of a percentage split because Cassie edits the creep dive yeah and um so I am now currently making from the creep dive this very exciting drum roll <laughs> enough to ditch one I thought of we were gonna my... get a figure oh no <laughs> yeah, so come on oh god uh well enough no, to not. ditch <laughs> one of my regular gigs <laughs> um which is uh like you can do the maths when you look on our patreon i think it's like 200 quid or something a month but basically like i have this really annoying job that like i just do it was like a bit of admin and now i'm going to jettison it yes amazing the dream <laughs> jen was like what job were you getting paid 200 quid a month to do and i just like just shut up. You don't want to know. You don't want to know That's, about my life as a freelance journalist. <laughs> Will we talk about podcasts we like or yeah. maybe podcasts yeah. that, like new ones that we're listening to and maybe maybe podcasts that we don't if people feel like roasting them. Yeah, like maybe do you want to talk about do you listen to anything regularly? We have to shout out the OG Irish podcaster Esther O'More O'Donoghue. Of course, yeah. I, I just actually... listened to her episode with Kirsty McDermott. It was very, very good. And Kirsty's episode with Rosemary McCabe is one of my favourites of How to Be Sound yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah Kirsty should do a podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Esther's Esther been going, Esther's been going a... since 2014 or 2013, yeah, I think. like in inverted commas, before it was cool, before it became such a thing, but she's just so She just was going so long enough that I used to have to listen to her on my web browser because I hadn't put it together <laughs> that I could download an app for this. So you with your smartphone in 2014, you're like, mm, <laughs> don't know what no post-nailed Russian, no podcast. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, yeah, so I love Esther. And, uh, she has a new series coming out soon yes. called Esther's in Bits, which I'm very excited about oh, as well. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that yeah. recently. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds really good. I've had a sneak peek Ooh. of some of the interviewees and some really good stories on it. Amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Sorry, the ones that I regularly listen to as well are probably Who Weekly... Which is, I've already said, which is a pop culture podcast where they basically talk about the who's of celebrity world, which is the people who, when you say a name and someone's like, who? And then there's like, who's in them? So thems are like name celebrities. So like Brad Pitt, do you know what I mean? Whereas like a who would be someone who was on The Bachelor or something. And their who (laughs) queen is Ridora because she's really famous in Europe, but she's not that famous in America, but she's like desperately trying to be yeah. really famous. So they have a whole segment of like what Reed is doing that week whenever. So just be like a Daily Mail article about her being in a bikini. It's very funny. I'm not saying it well, but I, it's just very, very funny, which I really enjoy. Is it 
English? American. American. Oh, oh, let's go and check it out. Oh, are you sensitive to accents just while we're on a tangent? Because I know some people How are very mean? like, I like Nadia, who I'm friends with, is very like, I she puts out call outs on her Instagram all the time where she's like, podcast recommendations, but she's like, they can't sound like this. Or, she's very sensitive to American voices, particularly, I think. <laughs> is that something that bothers you? Or like, no. I thought it would bother me, but it actually, it, do, it doesn't. Well, you watch like American TV shows. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. I just love, I love the Australian ones. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I, because of, <laughs> I always find I listen to really, really dark Australian ones. Yeah, but, it just but it's so sunny. hard to take it seriously. Like, do you ever listen to Black Hands? No. Oh, you got to listen to that. It's brilliant. It's one, um, I love, uh, What? how would you call it? Like, kind of... Um, like stories that go across a whole series yeah love like them someone and knows something or those kind yeah, of yeah yeah and Black Hands is one Another. of those and um, I mean it's uh, <laughs> laughing at it so bad but it's it's a story of a mass murder of a family shrimp <laughs> on a barbie down in uh, down in <laughs> shock in the water. Water. there's a shark yeah. in the water <laughs> and you're just people are and dying and this when you went dying. upstairs and he killed his sister and you're like shut it's amazing. Um, I think I'm really sensitive to like too much, like kind of um, like what's the like too much kind of uh, like sort of, you know, like mutual masturbation at the top of a podcast where like the two hosts are like this an amazing <laughs> guest this week and she's amazing. And it's like somebody who's like brought out a line of tan. Do you know that kind of yeah, way? Yeah, like yeah. too much of that. I like, do yeah, you know what I say? Too much arse licking. Like, look, I'm going to name names. The Hilo. And whenever they have a guest episode, first 15 minutes at least is just fellating the guest. <laughs> and it's so tiresome. They've Literally. also never disagreed on anything ever in their entire lives as co-hosts of that podcast. And I have, I take issue with that. That's weird. I like when hosts are like, you know, yeah. Like you guys not yeah. agreeing on stuff or whatever. Yeah. God, if there's one thing we're good at, it's not agreeing <laughs> on stuff. What are you listening to at the minute, Breed, or what do you like? Or on, on the subject of accents, there's an Irish podcast that's huge in America called Those Conspiracy Guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did I'm, a panel with him. He's did you? Yeah. Yes, I was we there. Were you were on it too. <laughs> yeah. I was there. I was, on there. On, I was on that one. Oh, we were in the audience. I was not. Imagine I was yes. on the true crime Sorry. one. I'd be like, yeah, just, <laughs> which just wouldn't say anything. Gordon, <laughs> Gordon Rochford, who is a fellow Wexfordian, and I just love how Wexford he is, and he comes out with little, like, Bits, but it's a very, very good, very well researched podcast. And uh, yeah, there's like an episode for everybody. So if you like conspiracies, go give it a dive because there's so many episodes at the minute. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Have you heard? Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to it. I've like, listened, like you can kind of cherry pick. Yeah, I'm always um, like 9/11, Madeline McCann. Yeah, and then yeah. Like, there was no, one on like anti that so I was like, no. They're her interests on Tinder as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are they actually? No. Well, like, oh, it's like <laughs> wouldn't be far off. I totally. I, you know. <laughs> That would speak Sophie's to married. me. Sophie's <laughs> married. Like, you know, if you see somebody with like a really specific T-shirt or something yeah. like that, and you're like, okay. Oh, the ones like you like Facebook me. algorithm, and it's like, don't talk to me until I've had my morning coffee and listen to a podcast on Madeline McCann. <laughs> 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 Do you know those ones where it's like, I'm proud to be a. Blah, blah. Do you know you'd always see on Facebook ads and stuff like they're just mining you for information and stuff, and they've really hyper specific. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get those for It's Always Sunny and they're like really specific. Yeah. <laughs> really specific. 
I um, am not even on Facebook, so this I'm not served anything think, from Facebook. Yeah, so I think I'm literally looking Instagram at people well. in t-shirts on the street. And I don't like, like the cut of your jib. I'm I, still analog. I, I scored a guy who was wearing an Overlook Hotel t-shirt. And that was the only reason. Like, I didn't care like, anything yeah. more about him. But I was like, into it. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it's from The Shining. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Reed's like, uh, horror is not really my bag. But there you go. Real life murders. <laughs> no, I wore my favorite murder t-shirt. I bought it at the gigs last year. I wore it one day. And I swear, like, three different people came up to me being like, oh, my God, great show. What did you think? Like, they just, it was weird. Like, which, I mean. Were you at the show? I was at boat shows. Boat shows. Oh boat my god, nights. amazing! So you know about the story of you know the way they get people up at the end of the show to tell a hometown murder. Yeah, I've definitely told you this yeah, as yeah. it happened, but you won't remember. And so they had these. They picked people from the audience, and these gals came up and started telling the story of like a horrific murder like in their my, town. Yeah, this man killed his wife and buried her in the garden and fed it to the pigs or something like. Yeah, that. yeah, it was like somewhere really like. Me, it was like, wasn't me. I was going to say like, is it up the Belfast Road or somewhere like that? <laughs> anyway, there was a commotion in the middle of the audience and some they people were, right were kind of sh- were they yeah. these people these women started shouting from the audience and like we were like everyone was like what what's going on what's going on they were the cousins they were like that's my that's cousin that's my aunt oh my god <laughs> and then they got them up as well it was like it was the most Irish the thing the most Irish thing I've ever seen and what was really killing me was like I felt they weren't explaining to the gals Karen and Georgia enough that they were witnessing the most Irish thing ever, yeah, ever, yeah. ever. Do you know what I mean? Like they were so like, typical. what a crazy coincidence. And I was like screaming yeah. from my seat. I was like, no, it's a Dublin. <laughs> it will <laughs> happen every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Good we are, there. we are running very viciously out of time. So I think it's time that we move on to our mini bandwagons before oh. we bid everyone adieu if are you ready can Bri, i recommend one more podcast of course it's called uh beautiful Am- An- anonymous <laughs> anonymous do you listen no you love this you'd like this beautiful anonymous it's it. a comedian called chris gethard and he just does a phone-in show where anyone in the world can ring in you told me about and just think. talk about whatever they want for an hour and he can't hang up but they can hang up and it's <laughs> it's really good it gets like really deep um, and there's a story about everything I kind of think I'd like that it's really good it's really nice and there's okay. like some stories that'll make you ball there's some that are like just really gas um, okay. that kind of sounds a bit like Strangers do you ever listen to Strangers? no that's Similar another one friends. to add to the list mm-hmm. um, two of them are furiously right and I'm just like okay <laughs> I'll put these I'm too the overwhelmed Instagram. by the amount of media in the world I just I feel like, like I'm never, I just I never have time I don't listen I feel like I've mis- maybe someday Someday we'll get there and I'll listen to it. Do you ever get like that though where I'm like, I just don't have enough years. I'm like, I'm never going to listen to all the media in the world. But just, even just about TV shows, I'm like, oh. Well, I will like aggressively <laughs> ditch something. Like if it, I give it 10 the minutes <laughs> and then it's gone. Oh, I, I won't. <laughs> but also I think I like really have pushed, I'm pushing the envelope in terms of like where and when it's acceptable to listen to a podcast. Yeah. That's how I'm getting so many in. Sorry, we did talk about this before we came on air where we were discussing an appointment where, or your general yeah. life admin where it's like, can I just be like, hey, can I, do you mind if I put my ear, earphones in or yeah. headphones on? I do it now. I'll do it when I'm doing, getting nails done. Yeah. I told you I drew the line at the smear test. <laughs> just about. I, um, I do it all day in work. Like I could get in maybe eight hours of podcasts today. I'm not even messing. I've started doing that now and in they're fairness. they're like, Bree, that's through the phones. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> tap, 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 tap. 
Anyway, breed. Okay, here's some more media for you. So Hit I me have with your mini bandwagons. Three pretty solid mini bandwagons this week. I'm, get, I'm getting good. Um, the first one is the latest Quentin Tarantino movie is out this week. <gasps> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Do you want to tell us what's about, Sophie? Because you probably know. Do you know? Oh yeah, well, kind of do. Yeah, it's kind of set around the time that the Manson murders took place in '69, yeah. and it's about a kind of like fading star who's Leo DiCaprio and his stuntman who's Brad ah, Pitt hot as fuck Brad Pitt and like yeah, he I looks well. and he completely lost me last year with the GQ thing but I'm back what was the GQ thing oh just google it after okay. we do it's, oh, it's <laughs> the most embarrassing like profile and set of images on the internet amazing okay um and like I know, I know that we definitely they cross paths yeah, with so the Manson killers. It and says stuff. there's just multiple storylines that all yeah. come together, and it's, it's like a love Hollywood's story golden Hollywood. age. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Margot Robbie is in it maybe as well. Yeah, she plays Sharon Tate. Tate. Love of my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that could be good. Uh, when's that from Quentin Tarantino this Wednesday the 14th apparently it's the penultimate. Oh, he's apparently retiring after ten. After ten and. I used penultimate in a sentence correctly. <laughs> Great use of it. <laughs> What's um, next, Breach? There is a, a series that has returned. I'm not going to leave the true crime theme. Um, Mindhunter is back on Netflix <gasps> this Friday. Sorry, I will say, oh, I kind of, I started in my pants. <laughs> I started and stopped, but I saw the trailer for this and I kind of think I might be Jonathan back on Groff. again. I love Jonathan Groff, but I love this the love of my life. story because it's, uh, it's Manson again, is it not? It's Manson, ma- it's the Atlanta child murders, it's, Son of oh. Sam, oh. it's BTK, um, Ed Kemper returns. It's yes, the Ed Kemper all the heavy episode hitters. was incredible. Incredible. The actor, I don't know how they got an actor who looks that much like Ed Kemper and is such an outstanding actor. Like, it's insane. Like, I don't know. But um, that's back this Friday, the 16th. Um, Jonathan Groff returns as FBI agent Holden Ford. So there you go. I mean, I have been and he plays a straight man in this periodically since it finished. Like, <laughs> so that's like about 18 months of me just being like, when's Mindhunter back? When's Mindhunter back? <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> this is so exciting. Thanks, Breach. <laughs> um, and finally, there is another festival this weekend. We're getting to the end of festival season now, but Love Sensation is on for the first year ever. I'm raging. I'm missing this and I'm going, Me too. Oh, going away to be a big heifer on Ibiza when I could be like living it up with as, an, as an ally with the gays. Like, <laughs> yeah, the lineup is phenomenal. Yeah. Who's playing? So, um, Panty Bliss is hosting on the main stage. Lily Allen is playing. Clean Bandit are playing. Khalees is playing. Ooh. There's all the big uh, RuPaul girls, Monet Exchange, Naomi Smalls, Jujube, uh, Sonique. It's on in Royal Kilmainham. Is that what you say? Royal Hospital Kilmainham. Royal Hospital Kilmainham. Um, I did read that and still got it wrong. You also gestured like really vaguely generally I in gesture. the direction of it. But I like gesture. you could have been talking about a number of places. I there. host this podcast with my hands and it's a real <laughs> shame that we don't have any cameras. I know. <laughs> we'll invest. That's so, what yeah. you can do for your Patreons. You can do a short mime show every Or week. just sign the whole thing. There you go. <laughs> I'd love that. We could sign it. There we go. Put that as a tear. <laughs> Um, what? So yeah, that's this weekend. Um, have a load of fun. Um, <laughs> how much are tickets? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like sorry. Do you know? Do you know when she's performing? Hey. Former guest Victoria Secret. Victoria, I forgot Ooh. to mention her. Oh, I'm pretty sure she's organising a lot of it as well. Victoria, yeah, she's she or- she got like all the RuPaul girls dragged up and yeah. doing all that. So. Yeah. There's um, tickets still left. We don't know how much they are, but they're very reasonable. I'm very rage and I'm not going. I need anyone listening to at least consider it and go maybe on my behalf. Yeah, me too. I'm going to a wedding, so I can't go. And also, Frida won't be here, so I wouldn't have went anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Selfish um, of those people to get married. And then we have a little announcement. We do. Uh, Sophie already spoiled it, but we have set up a Patreon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I'm subscribing so, right now. <laughs> as of the first Tuesday in September, we're going to start going weekly with this podcast. We so, sure are. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah, so, but our production costs are going to double, so we would like any help that you would be willing to give. And in exchange for your money, you will get... Fadula, what are we getting? You would get creative input. Creative input on the episodes through the Reddish forum. Is that what we're and doing? And through Pat- Patreon, Patreon. And through Patreon, yeah. Um, you'll get your voice notes included in episodes. Yeah. You'll get to decide what guests we have on, what topics we choose. And that's just the low tier. We're going to have um, secret episodes and maybe off the wagon episodes. Um, to off be, the wagon, I'm TBD, very excited about. Uh, where we just host extra episodes drunk, but they'll be like, they'll be they'll only be available. Line. So at the minute we're just kind of being like, <laughs> if you love us give us your money but and it's five, it's five dollars a month which is the point the price of what was it four calippos four calippos yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's two each like that's so reasonable yeah absolutely um, a month so uh you can find us on patreon slash bandwagons and or if you go to our link tree link in our instagram it'll be there thanks so much Breach. and thanks so much to our esteemed guest sophie do you have anything else you want to plug before we hit the road you're more than welcome to i would like you to follow me but it does, home. <laughs> does involve me saying what my Insta and Twitter oh, yes. handle is currently, which was a bit of a blunder, at Sophie White Writes. I think that's great. Now though. that White Writes is spelt W-R-I-T-E-S, not White Writes as in White Spread. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. you just got me now. It's like, I love it. It's so you. No, it. because it's I'm so like, it's like, so, oh yeah. Oh dear. Love, oh, dear. love that for you. <laughs> love that for you. We well, love to see it. Do follow me over on my white supremacist platforms on Insta and Twitter. You can see me there. She my does lovely baking. Forthcoming I, book. Yeah. Filter this. You can see my old book if you ever want to buy that. I should have brought you guys a copy of my old book. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're shit, guys. <laughs> I will get it to you. Um, What's the book called? That one's Recipes for a Nervous Breakdown. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I think it was ahead of its time. I think so, too. <laughs> Sophie, thank you so much. Thank you so much for we, having me. We have been Bandwagons. I have been Fanula. I've been Breed. We will be back very soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.